The following podcast contains some strong language and some very average opinions. Any references to actual people are wildly inaccurate. It's probably best if you don't listen at all. The Roaring Peacock Podcast. Welcome back to the Roaring Peacock Podcast. This is the match review where we outfox the Foxes 3-1 at the King Power Stadium. A return to form, boys. My name's Adonis. You know me as the Adelites from Twitter, and it's a very good hello from me. With us, we've got LUFC Miguel, <laughs> Mr. Michael Cook. Formerly Michael Dunians. Hello. And our lovely friend at Barney underscore 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 21. How are you going? <laughs> All right, yeah. Hey, <laughs> fucking hell. Hey, that's fucking more like it, isn't it? A resounding oh, return to form. I was yeah. fucking worried. But we've bounced back. It's unbelievable. Everyone played incredibly, apart from fucking Costa. We won't get into that. Ah, God. I've been, okay, for... I've been saying for the last couple that it felt like that post, we were going to hit that post ailing, in, depressed interview sort of. Yes point and it, it, it felt like today everything just clicked that hasn't been clicking didn't it and click when he came on glitch however you say it it was it was great yeah buzzing brilliant barney it's just like like you said everything just clicked we 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 won our individual battles and it saw today was where we learned from what happened when we played them at home so yeah it's, i think that's a mature performance as well not just a fantastic performance but a very mature performance so first thoughts for me are that first Leicester goal, they well, that only Leicester goal. <laughs> um they they ran through our midfield again. Um and I think we kind of we were on our haunches a bit, looking around at each other, going, Enough. That can't happen again. And you saw yellow cards from Luke. Yeah. You saw a yellow card from Dallas, and it was just that thing where we said we are going to professionally tackle you do a tactical foul take the yellow card wear wear that um but you're not going to run through the middle of the park again and i think that was one of the most exciting things for me (laughs) after whinging about it on the match review you never did did you mate i didn't i didn't i didn't notice that (laughs) you seemed so uplifted (laughs) and positive (laughs) (laughs) yeah mate it was it was great wasn't it like in fact, I would actually say that, aside from that break through midfield, which, and it happened twice today, Albrighton did one as well, where it could have come to summit, where that still frustrates you. And the actual first 15, well, 13 minutes prior to that goal, we'd looked pretty solid in midfield compared to recent weeks. And what we were doing today that felt very different to recently, our foot was in on everything. It felt like, I'm, I'm, God knows what the interception um, count was today. We felt like we broke down Leicester's forward play a lot today more than recently was really really impressed with with everybody um everybody contributed to that for me except costa i think for me with the midfield was that when phillips plays well leads play well and i've said this before and he he just did his business he read the ball in every single mm. place of the of the pitch and cooper as well just he was fantastic he actually set up one of the goals as well from Rafini to Bamford because he won the ball in the first place. So mm. I think we just we'd le- we were tight to our man, but 
when we couldn't do anything, we fell over. And I mean, it wasn't just Aileen doing the flop. It was every other player doing a flop as well. Mm. And I think it was mature from them to realise we can't get anywhere here. Let's just fall over and reset ourselves for a free kick. Yeah, Cooper with the Aileen flop four times, I think. By the way, Barney, um, I'm not sure whether you've got some on your camera. Um, you were just talking about Calvin Phillips there, and I think I saw a bit of Jid <laughs> get in the way. You, you've said it, Barney. It's mature. Unlike that comment from Cookie. No. <laughs> it's mature, isn't it? Uh, another thing, it was little things all over the park. Um, we we got a, we had a free kick, and instead of trying to take it quickly because it wasn't on, we walked away, and we sent we sent the big lads up from the back into the box, and 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 we have been missing that. I fucking Love Marcelo Bielsa, but th- this obsession with that kind of style of play, I-, I-, I think, is too much, you know. And what it showed today was that we had a bit of that grittiness, a bit of all of those things, that maturity that can win you games when you're not necessarily playing well. That, that can get you over the line against big teams like Leicester are now. And it was just so fucking refreshing all over the pitch. Everything, everything about the performance today. It's not like we created loads of chances. We didn't. But they're a good, great team, Leicester. Yeah. And, and, and Sunas was saying that Leicester weren't playing well. I, I dispute that fact. They were pressing us so well all over the pitch. It was so difficult for us to play out from the back. We deserved this today. We fucking deserved it, and I'm so proud to be Leeds today. <laughs> it felt like back to basics, didn't it? In fact, we actually looked we looked dangerous at corners. Corner taking was yes. excellent today. We looked good, for the most part, defensively at corners, which we have done for the last couple of weeks, to be fair, a bit better at corners. Um, yeah, it just felt like loads of back to basics, and, and everyone kind of turned up and just put a a proper shift in. I mean, I think you've got to be honest and just reflect on the fact that Leicester are a different team without Vardy and Ndidi, but I would also say the same thing, which is that you can't forget the thing that never seems to get mentioned except by Leeds fans this season, unless you're Liverpool, which is that we've got a proper makeshift defence, you know, and it was good to see um, Stroik looked excellent today, really composed on the ball, particularly because he's having to play with his right foot a lot because he was playing right-sided defence and he's very left-footed. Mm. Um, I thought him and Liam Cooper today were, were outstanding for me. R- yes. Maybe a bit ropey a little bit in the first half at times, but overall absolutely outstanding. No, the positional play was brilliant, wasn't it? I was very impressed, like you said, Cookie, with uh, Strouk's right foot. Yeah. Fucking bashing it up 50 yards up the pitch. I'll have some of that. Thank you very much. Yeah, and I think now it's time to just stick with with those two, let them develop a proper partnership and let's let's see where that goes and yes do i expect cock and lorente to at some point if they can stay injury free to maybe take those two roles i think it's possible but let's give these lads a chance i mean i've given liam cooper quite a bit of stick this year i don't always think his positioning and his his pace um is is the greatest um i still think he would have struggled against vardy today but um i have to get and he's i still always say caveats that he's a brilliant captain um, I thought he put in an absolute shift today. His distribution was excellent as well. Um, so kudos to Captain Coops and Stroy. His, his positioning, both of their positionings and their 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 knowledge between each other. 
Cooper is always good at telling other people what to do. Sometimes he's not in the right position. He was in the right position every time today. He made but that crunching tackle as well was just filthy, wasn't it? Oh, hey, in oh, even the lesser player know. like a good tackle. I'm not going to complain. I'm getting. <laughs> Was it shooting stars where they did that thing where they rubbed their... <laughs> rubbed their oh, fucking, yeah. oh, yes! <laughs> fucking love that tackle, me. I thought he'd gone right through the back of him, but he's got the ball. It's beautiful. I loved it, man. Even yeah. Carragher said, I could, I could hear that tackle from here. <laughs> We're not used to it, are we? No. Because they, they... You know, you'll brush past... you'll. You'll um, shout too loudly near them, and the 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 the, the wind from from your voice will will take them down. That was a fucking beautiful tackle, and I'm so glad you reminded me of it. Yeah, I think one of the things for me was that a lot of people were saying I don't like um, Dallas in midfield, but he does a job in there, and with with <laughs> and with we missed that midfielder running in from deep into the box, and that's why we scored that the first goal for us, and we've missed that bit of energy. And he, ha- he seems to be that, he has that composure just to get the ball and then start again rather than to keep going forward all the time. He's really mature with that. Again, that was ha- mature. How many times did we question whether Calvin Phillips was going to be a defensive midfielder when he was put there? It didn't, he, he, he didn't go in there and then Bielsa snapped his fingers. Pablo waved his wand and there was a flash of lightning and sparkles and all of a sudden Calvin Phillips, the best central defensive midfielder on the planet. It took him ages. He was dragged off after 20 minutes in subsequent games. Um, Dallas has been put all over the place. He's a fucking right winger that we got from... Did we get him from Brentford? Brentford, yeah. Brentford, yeah. A fucking right winger from Brentford and he's he's played all over the place. Left back, fucking frothing at the mouth. Here. <laughs> um, Dallas came into his own today. Um, he was in the middle of the park, and for the first time, he looked great. In fact, he was doing all sorts of fancy little twirls. I saw that, yeah. The little flicks <laughs> yeah. and tricks that were great, yeah, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> turns and all that. Shit, he, was, he wasn't just excelling in the middle of the park. He was fucking showboating the cheeky bastard. Love fucking it. Fucking love him. Love it. The uh, Cookridge Cafu or whatever we'll call him now. Cafu. I don't think you can call him Cafu. <laughs> He's more like Cafu. the... Uh... He's only known as the Cookridge Cafu on BT Sport, mate. Right, yeah. <laughs> he's definitely he's definitely from Leeds. If he's not, we're claiming him. I mean, they've they've opened the door for us to claim him, so I'll, I'll take it. He's the fucking Adol Zidane. There you go. There's a fucking <laughs> nickname Zidane. for him. <laughs> I like that. Okay, um, some magic moments then, Barney? Phillips, obviously. Um, <laughs> Your go-to magic moment. <laughs> Bamford, though, I thought he deserved that goal mm. today. Um, mm. He's not... He's been, he's been in the right position in games recently, mm. but he's just not had it. But today, there's a goal and an assist in front of Gareth Southgate as well. So hopefully, yep. that's a chance for him to get a call-up as well. Also, Aileen, again, just I can't... I can't say that many words about how good he is this season. He's just absolutely fantastic. Yeah, he's a war horse, isn't he? I love him. Brilliant is Aileen. For me, it was um, Rafinha, Donny. Um, mm. that, that pass for Paddy's goal, it's the how quickly he plays that pass and the pace he plays that pass at. Um, and then Bamford's ability to let it go across his body and yeah. put that finish in. I mean, that goal was just absolutely superb. And you saw Rafi do that a few times today. Like, he does, you see some players who don't have that intelligence who take a couple of touches. 
He just sees it like Pablo used to, um, and I'm sure still can in his moment, but he's obviously a bit older, but he just sees it, plays it. There's no faffing about, there's no 10 touches, it's just gone. Um, yeah. I thought he was immense today. That was my my main um, magic moment. Yeah, that 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 goal was born in in the barrios of uh, in the the poor regions of Brazil, and it was finished off a, with a eaten finish into the top <laughs> corner, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, I like oh, what they said. I'm so happy, boys. Yeah, I'm me so too. fucking happy. We've got our team back. Yeah. I was just saying in the review, like, where's where's Leeds United? Where's my club? Where's my team gone? Well, there they fucking are. There they are. Oh my god, it was so good. I was saying, uh, 65 minutes, I think it was 2-1 or, or, yeah, I think it was 2-1 at that stage. I was saying, I, I couldn't give a fuck if we lose. <laughs> I could not, I don't care if we lose to Leicester and I don't give a fuck if we lose from, the, from here because the performance is back and that was the main thing for me. Fucking hell. Those little interplays, there was, a, a, I think the magic moment for me was um, those quick little balls which, uh, enabled Rafinha to get into the box eventually and that's that's when I was like oh <laughs> fucking Bielsa ball is back I think in the it was after six, between 50 and 60 minutes um Leicester changed the midfield a bit didn't they and they put two holding midfield in and it took us a while to understand what was going on because some players were like saying hey do I mark now and those, some of the players were out of position a little bit but yeah. Again, we just seemed to understand what to do after that, and then we got back into our groove again. And then mm. the third goal as well—that was just classic Leeds counter-attacking, really intelligent, understanding from Dallas. Then to click, and then click just that first-time ball to Bamford—it was fantastic. Yeah, I thought Click was superb when he came on today. He's obviously been struggling for probably a good month and a bit now. Looked tired. He's obviously been benched for the what the first time ever, really, aside from Derby, which we don't really count because we just played drunk. Um, so to see him obviously get benched today felt like a wake-up call for him. He was running, he was playing intelligent balls. Um, that was really good. The difference to me, for me today, honestly, Phillips gets all the plaudits. We always play better when he's in. But I also think we are a different team when Ailing is always playing right back. What you're talking about, the transition from defence to, to up front is... Ailing's progressions and then the little interlinking passes down that right-hand side is the heart of most of the great stuff we do, I find. Um, so I thought Ailing was immense today and great to see him back in that role. And I don't want to see him at centre-half. I love him at right-back. What I loved about that move that, that you talked about, Barney, um, was that the vision and the unselfishness of Bamford when he's one-on-one to just slide in Harrison for the goal. Because there are so many players who are selfish, and will be, he's he wants to win the golden boot. He wants to uh, he wants to, to to get another goal in this game. How many did he get? He got one goal, two assists today, didn't he? Right, he got he got that way. He 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 would have loved another goal, and he was one on one with the keeper. He's just, he's our main striker, and he's got every right to take that shot, but he doesn't. He thinks of the team side before self. Slides Harrison in, and it's a goal. Fucking love that. Um, did you see his interview the, after the game? No, what did he say? I'm, I'm too busy setting all <laughs> was, this shit up. It was so good. So basically, there were, <laughs> there were two things that he said. The, the main one was uh, 
when he was asked why he passed it because most strikers would score, he went, I know what yeah. you mean. I've got myself in my fantasy Premier League team. <laughs> Just to <laughs> to and he said it was a joke, but I reckon he probably does. Um, yeah. And the other part was he was really honest. He said, I've not really turned up the last couple of games. I've not played very well. So today mm. was all about the team and a good performance all round. It wasn't about him scoring. So he was buzzing that he scored because they were on about a, a drought. I mean, four games, sadly, a drought, is it? But um, yeah, it was it was great. His, his attitude, mate, watch, if anyone hasn't, watch the interview because he's so brilliant in those interviews when he's positive, when he's on fire, when things have gone well and he lifts everyone else. You can see what a team player he is. Love him. Mm. Love him. Well, it had been over 10 hours since he scored from open play. So I, I consider that a drought. And we were talking about it in the review about thinking... Maybe it's time to give Tyler a go because he he looked so good when he came on as a substitute in the two previous games. But Bielsa sticks with his man, and I we got a comment from an Argentinian guy on the the, the YouTube video of the um, the new angry Newcastle review, and he said, "Just three years with Bielsa, just trust the process. How can you how can you not trust the process?" And he was right. You're right, um, Pedro. From Argentina, if you're listening. You are right, my friend. Well done. Yeah, 100% spot on. I think I said in that review as well, didn't I, that even if we were calling for Roberts, it was it was never going to happen. It was always going to stick with his man. And majority of the time, let's be honest, when Bielsa makes these calls, they work out or yeah. they have done for the last three years. Yeah, and the thing, the thing that stuck with me today about Bamford, other than his beautiful finish, um, he missed controlled the ball a number of times, either not able to take it down on his chest or ballooning, trampolining off his, uh, ballooning off his trampoline foot, should I say. <laughs> but what he did was run back, run and run and run. And a couple of times or two or three times when that happened, he won the ball back. He closed the, the play down, he won the ball back and got it back. And the other thing that I wanted to pick up on what you said, Barney, was um, uh, Click and Calvin Phillips because they started to really get it going, um, not just in terms of finding each other in those triangles that they do, um, without looking, which is that first-time ball, the, the first-time balls that make Bielsa ball so beautiful to watch, um, but, but also that the foot's in, the aggression in the middle of the park, um, the, the awareness, the closing people down, and I thought that was fantastic. It was, it was the energy as well, because if... In, in some games recently, we've lacked that intensity. So today, we were at it straight away. We were winning every second ball. Like you were saying, if Bamford lost the ball, we were swung there, kept getting the ball straight away. And it was just less... It, we, it's that, that lead side that we're used to, just at, at you all the time. And in the first half, when we when we drew it, when it was one all, and Redden Rodgers has said, well, I don't want to get into a, back, a basketball game here. And to, it was to a certain stage in the first half. Mm. And then that's... That's when we can run riot teams because they won't be able to keep up with our intensity and our fitness. Yeah, 100%. I mean, the way we'd been playing the last few games, I was worried coming into this run of games. And now I just yeah. feel uplifted, like massively, yeah. like seeing that performance. You just, you feel like on our day when we play like that, we can beat anybody. We genuinely can. We looked that good. 18 games to go, thing. and we need three wins. We're staying up. We're staying up, boys. We don't need to get Rodrigo de Paul on deadline day in the next five hours. Even if I he got sent off today, yeah, yeah, he scored and got sent off today. Yeah, yeah, he sounds right, Pirelli. Right. Every, 
Everything <laughs> I fucking hear about him just makes me want him more. Yeah, did you see our new um, Chad? Is it Chad Hurley, the new um, investor, um, who's former owner of YouTube? He put up a link, didn't he, saying um, about this is a sign, and it was something like DePaul College or Universe. something. Yeah, DePaul University. University. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm still not sure if he's he's just trolling us. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I've got I've got a few stats here. Um, so I was looking at the previous game, and the, the big difference between that game and this game is that we've had less percent possession than Leicester, and we've been far more accurate with our shooting. So eight shots, seven of those were on target. Superb. Um, and obviously three goals from those seven shots. I wanted to talk about, let's not get bogged down in stats, I wanted to talk about what would have been one of the greatest goals I've ever seen. Um, Click had it on the right. He does a crossfield ball to Harrison, and Harrison hits it on the half volley first time. And if that goes in the other corner, that is goal of the season by a long way, isn't it? Fucking hell. Yeah, what, what a ball goal that, that was. What a ball that was. Yeah. Like, perfect. Yeah. And to be yeah. fair, Harrison makes a good connection. It's just the wrong side of the goal, isn't it? It's just the wrong post. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He can't, ha- he can't Harrison wrap his was getting. Harrison was getting so much space on that side, though. It was most of the game, it wasn't that. And every mm. time he was, he was just running. And the amount of times he could have a, have a shot, but sometimes with Harrison, which is still a frustration, he doesn't make that right choice. Okay, so we have been extremely positive, which is wonderful. Um, <laughs> let's l- let's just have a little pinch of negativity and and make this a, a shit sandwich with a very enormous uh, bread cakes and a small <laughs> turd. <laughs> <laughs> this analogy went bad. <laughs> Um, so there were there were a few injuries and there were a couple of not great performances, I thought. Um, so let's start with the bad performances then. Uh, I think Alioski. Let's look at what Alioski does well. He's always passionate. You need that in a side, especially at times when you're lacking passion. He is good for morale because he's shaking the tunnel and he's making everybody relaxed, you know? <laughs> is he? <laughs> that, does that relax you? <laughs> that relaxes me because it, it reminds you that life's not so serious. Yeah, true. You have a laugh and you relax, you know. Um, and he he works very hard. He does work hard, and you can't take that away from him. He's up and down that pitch all day. Um, the bad things: he's out of position. He gives the ball away. He's not really a left back. <laughs> Am I right? Yeah, he, he works hard, doesn't he? Because and it's not his fault. But he works hard because he lacks quality at this level. And I think what you've got to admire is the shift he always puts in. He never stops trying. It is frustrating because you watch it and you just think he's pro- well, he's he's definitely not good enough to be a permanent first team. But he's been in first team for what the last ten games. Got to have been. Um, mm. Yeah, he's just he lacks a bit of quality, but he does he does try, and you've got to love his character. You'd love to have him around the squad, wouldn't you? Like yeah. you'd love him at your club if he left. Um, oh yeah. I hope he yeah. doesn't leave. I still think he's a brilliant squad player, but yeah, I don't. He's. I hope he's not our permanent left back. Mm. Barney, I think for me, his his positioning, but he's always on the edge of making a mistake when he's under pressure, which yes. can be to a goal. 
and that's that's the worrying thing sometimes. It, I mean, he'll he'll run all day for you if you say mm. he can run all day, and he will he will do. But it's just sometimes it's that intelligence that you need, and especially in the Premier League where you don't have that time on the ball to think about what you need to do. That's when it gets a little bit worrying when he's there. Mm. Yep, it's those little mistakes that in the Premier League can cost you. And speaking of costing us, uh, the next little negative is Costa. Um, he came on and he hasn't been in good form, has he? And he looked again like he's not doing anything really. And and if you look at the difference between Costa and Rafinha, who basically cost the same amount, I mean, give or take three million, which is nothing when you're talking about uh, 15 or 18. There's a whole world of difference, isn't there? I do think on his day that Costa is is actually a really excellent winger, but mm. he seems to be just a, a, a mega confidence player. Like when he's on fire, he's great. He's clearly got pace to burn, can go past people, put in a good cross, score a goal. He was doing that near the start of the season. But the minute that confidence goes, I mean, he's just, he's not great, is he? I mean, he came on today and what, fouled someone pretty much straight away, gave, well, gave the ball away first, yes. then fouled someone. And you were just yeah. like, if you're coming on at that period in the game, the reason you're being brought on, I know it was an injury, but is to be sensible, play it safe, you know, help us maintain that lead. And I think at the time it was 2-1 and you were kind of like, I, I was surprised they brought him on instead of Paveda, if I'm honest with you, because I, I said when he came on, the one thing you don't get from Costa as much as some of the other players is defensive output. I mean, even Rafinha today was all over the pitch, attacking and defensively. You don't get that from Costa for me. So I'm surprised to see him come on, but Bielsa always believes in his players, so I'm sure he'll get another go. Vance? It's just not strong enough, is he? It, I mean, it's like it's like he'll try trap back and he'll try get the ball, but it's not like really trying to get the ball because he thinks someone else will get the ball and then I can start attacking again. It's all very half-hearted sort of getting into him. And, I mean, he was trying to push a player off and he wasn't really getting anywhere. And then and he conceded a free kick in a, in a bit of a dangerous place for Leicester. And it's, I mean, we had this frustration when we first signed, didn't we? And Bielsa said that we needed to change the way we play because he's a different type of winger of what we, the wingers we've got in. But attacking-wise as well, it just seems very... I'll run, I'll run straight at players and hopefully I'll get past them. There's no sort of understanding what he's going to be doing. It's really frustrating, especially when we're so excited about getting him as well. Yeah, don't feel like he's going to make it. See, it feels yeah. like deja vu with what happened to him at Wolves. Good enough for the championship. Looks okay at the Premiership and then just falls off. I mean, he started well for Wolves at Premier League, didn't he? I think he did all right and just fell off. It's half-hearted. That's that's you've nailed it there, Barnes. Yeah. And it's about confidence, and that's the reason why you're half-hearted. Because if you don't feel confident, you think, "Oh, I don't really want the ball. I'll just I'll just pass it immediately because I can't. If I if I touch it and collect it, and and then I'm gonna lose it, you know. So that's why he, that that is a, you can see it that that which you mentioned, Cookie. The first time he got the ball, he sort of did this half-hearted attempt at a pass. Rather than try and collect the ball and take it on, yeah. Um, so I, I, he needs—I don't know what he needs, but he no. needs to get away. And that pass okay. wasn't a yard away, by the way. That pass went to fucking no one. It literally went to no one. It was awful. Yeah, he needs to get confidence back, mm -hmm. and I don't know how he can do that in the Premier League um, uh, at this stage when it matters so much and he's under so much pressure and he's playing against such high quality. 
opposition. Okay, and the the other slight negatives. Uh, I don't really didn't really want to be negative at all, but the other slight negatives are a bit worrying. Yeah. Injuries. Mm. So Rodders, who just seemed to have been finding his uh, place in the team and finding some chemistry with Raf, and then Raf, who is probably our most important player at the moment. Yeah, I mean, my hope with Rodders, by the way, is that he tried to play on. And he looked okay, and that suggested maybe it's not too serious an injury, and maybe he's just mm. a slight pull um, yeah. in his groin. So fingers crossed that's not too Speaking long. Speaking of which, I know a few people who would like to uh, pull Rodders in the groin, <laughs> if you know what I mean. <laughs> Sorry. No worries. Rafinha's the biggest worry, isn't he? I mean, you could see, actually, when they lifted up his um, shorts, which I'm sure got a few of the girls excited, and the gents. <laughs> Hello, Wiggy. Um, no, um... It was uh, you could see he already had that that thigh strapped up, mm. so it's it suggested maybe he's had a knock in training. Again, I, I don't know if that looked a bit precautionary. He walked off absolutely fine. He wasn't hobbling. He didn't look too worried. So again, I hope that's nothing too serious. Um, and then I know Bamford mentioned a dead leg, but he sounded very confident about it in the post match interview. Sounded like he was absolutely not worried about that at all. So fingers crossed, none of them long term, mate. Yeah, that's it. Okay, that's enough negativity. Oh, did Barnes, do you want to say something? No, no. Right, let's move on to your man of the match, please, gentlemen. For me, uh, Cooper, I thought it was absolutely immense today. Everyone keeps saying he's not good enough for the Premier League. Today, I think he showed. He is is good enough for the Premier League. He read the game really well. He, He was in the right place at the right time. I don't think he made one mistake, and Cooper always makes at least one mistake during the game. He didn't. He was just on it all the time. And also that sexy tackle he did. Fucking yeah. in. Get into him. Fuck him up. Fucking gain! <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. I think it's very hard to look beyond the obvious. Um, for me, it's Paddy all day long. The way he takes the goal, phenomenal. The pass through for the first goal, the unselfishness for the third goal, you know, two assists and a goal. It was to say the first, the first 20, 30 minutes, I was thinking, aside from that goal, I was like, his touch doesn't look with him today still. It looks like his body language still ain't quite there. And he just ended up having an absolute phenomenal day. So yeah, Paddy. I'm going to do the biggest fucking cop out you've ever seen. I honestly cannot pick a man of the match. Fuck you. Come on. I can't. I can't. You can swear at me all you like. Can you give us a top three? <laughs> it was so important that Cooper did his job. It was so important that Strauch did his job. And they played so well together. But Ailing, Dallas, they took charge. They took control. They 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 got yellow cards to break up the play so they weren't running through the middle of our midfield again. Um, so all those little things, if you don't do those, if you don't have the basic foundation, you can't attack, you can't go forward, you got, you're got conceding too many goals. So that was the biggest difference today for me. Um, and that was the biggest positive and the biggest turnaround and the biggest single thing that made us play better. Um, but on the other hand, you know, Rafinha was fucking spectacular as well. I, he was all over the place. Like you said earlier, Cookie, he was back and forth. That one one time through ball to Paddy to set him up is fucking outstanding. 
it's incredible to think a few years ago, we were nowhere near getting a player like that. Now we've got a fucking Brazilian winger who is blowing my mind with his talent. And I, I can't really describe how much I love him. <laughs> I think he's there so is a very, good. very, I'm, very I really strong. am. I'm like, I'm like a little kid with a Christmas present. Like, and I can't believe my luck every day because I get to play with it again and again. There is oh, such God. a strong argument for... Rafinha not just being the signing of the season for Leeds for me, but being the signing of the season in the Premier League just based on his output and the price we paid. How on earth did we sign him for 17 and a bit million quid? I mean, it's unfucking real, isn't it? Like, the lad is yeah. a phenom. I think he'll be at Brazil national team in no time, and I hope that we progress into a, a top team, so otherwise I'm worried he'll fuck off. <laughs> I think it also shows the fact that he's managed to integrate into the team straight away. He's not had to go through a six-month training session and play in the under-23s. He's just come in and like he's been playing there for years. Yeah, he'll be able to talk about that. Well, we didn't have time for any of that, did we? Yeah, to be fair, though, Bielsa talked about that, didn't he? How quickly he had adapted to... Yeah, how quickly he'd adapted to the way of playing um, in training and how impressed they were, which is why he came into the team so quickly. Um. So it just shows his football intelligence, I think. Okay. Um, your internet connection is unstable. Aren't we all, mate? We're all fucking unstable. You're not <laughs> special. Okay, then. Um, I guess we should, uh, we should wrap it up. So, I mean, fucking hell. I, I, like, I'm so happy right now. I am so fucking happy right now. Everton was the last time I thought we we played a really good good side and we put in a fantastic performance at the back to shut them out and get a clean sheet. Um, and, and though we had great results against Newcastle 5-2 and, and we obviously beat West Brom 5-0, which, which was beautiful, they were not of the quality of Leicester. And today... We are back. Bielsa Ball is fucking back. So final thoughts from First Cookie. Um, ultimate goal has to be survival, as always. Um, we are 15 points clear of um, 18th. Um, I genuinely think we can push on now. Um, hopefully we'll continue to see them performances. I'm just buzzing. I, like you, Donny. I mean, whilst Bamford stood out, all of those players today, you know, the majority of them deserve a massive... Pat on the back for a fantastic performance. Just exciting football. Great to have our what feels like our team back. Um, and yeah, I feel far more positive about the the run of games we've got coming up now. Um, so yeah, on on on. Barney, I think for me, when every player is on it, you can see Bielsa ball at full full throttle. Um, it was absolutely fantastic. Some of the play that we did today. And one final thing is, fuck off Gary Lineker and your shitty crisps. <laughs> and your shitty pants, you mean. Right. So, in the match review for Newcastle, I said, what did I say? I said, we're a northern team. We fucking tackle. And what did they do today? They fucking tackled. They got stuck into them. They gave free kicks away when we had to. And Liam Cooper was every single... Leeds United fan today when he made that fucking glorious tackle. And you will look around other fans, plastic fans around the world, 
and they will not be celebrating a tackle. And they, they will be celebrating goals like we celebrate a tackle. That was fucking beautiful. That was such a magic moment. Right then, 3-1, it's done. You fucked it. You, you're fucking off, you foxes. You're not going to win the fucking league. I don't give a fuck. We're fucking not going down. We're super leads. The European tour is still on. You maintain that form. We're fucking going off to Europe, boys. <laughs> Pack your fucking bags. Pack your bags. <laughs> okay, that was your <laughs> Roaring Peacock podcast match review. Can you tell we're happy? The difference between this and when we lose is fucking enormous. <laughs> You're like a different Who human. Who says this men week, can't have it? emotions? <laughs> what was that, sir? You're like a different human this week. I know. Love it. Love it, man. <laughs> so, if you've enjoyed this podcast, um, you can uh, find us on uh, Twitter at Peacocks Raw, and if you retweet, tag tag a mate in in that tweet, you can win this. Uh, you can win this beautiful piece of art. And if you're on YouTube, all you have to do is subscribe and leave a comment. So, uh, it's a very goodbye from. Me, my name is Adonis, and you know me from at the Adelites on Twitter and at LUFC Miguel on Twitter. It was Michael Cook, and it's a very goodbye from him. Goodbye. And at Barney underscore 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 twenty one uh, was with us as well. Thank you, Barney. Thank you very much. Come on, these on and on and on. On and on. You daft cunts. On and on and on. Where's my fucking scarf? Oh, I'll get this one. And on! And on and on and on and on! <laughs> Most of our stats come from LUFC Stats or LUFC Data on Twitter. You should probably give them a follow as they're more interesting than us. A very special thanks to Adam Warner, Barney Stewart, Cookie, Ewan and Howard Metcalf, Josh Pearson, Laura, Leon and Rob, The Light Show and all our family and friends. So many games.